With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Podcast P fam, what's good? Before we get to the full episode, we had to do an instant check-in with you guys. Listen, we got the big Harden four-point play to finally give us a win. <laughs> the big lineup change. So, uh, you know, we're going to get right into it. So, Pete, we're going to start off. First off, we're going to talk about Russ then. Okay, I want to know, with Russ making that big step that he did, what does this say about Russell as a teammate? You understand what I'm saying? Let me know. It's like, is he, is he an underrated leader? Give me that. Man, underrated leader is underrated. <laughs> uh, I mean, dog, you talk about, like, he's he was the heart and soul for us last year, right? Right. Energy, leader, you know, and, and I think Clipper Nation just came to love what he brought to the team. You know, for us to go through this stretch of not winning and not, you know, knowing how to win with this squad yet, for him to take the initiative to be like, you know what, I'll I'll sacrifice and I'll try to make this work and come off the bench. Um, it just says a lot about him, bro. Like, and, and you know, he never ceased to amaze me as 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 long as I've played on the same teams with him as much as I've I've known him. You know, every day it's like something new, like, um, and you know, just shout out to him, man. I know he's it ain't that's not that's not an easy decision to make. Um, especially when you still have so much game and your value to this league. Right. Um and just to us, you know, for him to be in that mindset of like team first and whatever I gotta do. I mean you've seen signs of it from him taking right. less to come and stay here to now you know, he, it's like he's doing everything to make he's doing everything, everything happen to get a championship to win here in L.A. And like that, he's literally whatever it takes to win dope. in L.A. He he's he's all about that. So I man, love that. Shout out, shout out, shout Bito. out to Russ. Shout out Beat though. Yeah, yeah, let's let's talk about that last play though. So James, you know, he comes to the team. You guys are in a little bit of a slump, and he hits that game winner. But I do want to talk about the specific play because I thought it was interesting looking at it. It looked like Kawhi was going to shoot it. Yeah. And that's kind of, in my mind, one of the questions is, who's going to shoot that last shot? Is mm -hmm. it going to be you? Is it going to be James, Russ, or Kawhi? And Kawhi made the right play. He mm -hmm. tried to get to his move. It wasn't open, and he passed it to James. Mm -hmm. And so talk a, just a little bit about the play. He hits the game winner and won. I'm sure the vibes in the locker room had to be just crazy. Not only did he hit the game winner, P, but he also gets shouted out in Drake's new Scary Hours that just released. So <laughs> let, let's just go. talk about the locker room vibe after. <laughs> there you was go. J James has got to be feeling good. Yeah, he no, should. vibes was definitely high. You know, it was definitely the monkey off our back, you know, and, and with that, like, you get one win. Now, like the expectation changed, the energy changed, the, you know, that attitude going into games changed. Like you feel like you're gonna win now. Like we we finally figured out how we're doing. We were getting better. Now we finally got over the hump. Um, and so now we know what that feels like. But going through that play, like, you know, Kawhi obviously, you know, uh, made the play. And I and I read his comment after of like, you know, James is a, a top 75 player all time. Right? right. So we're in good hands. And I think that's what's 
the beauty about this team. Like we can all pass up a shot and the ball is still be in someone's hands that, that can is shoot clutch that. Mm-hmm. and can make the play, can finish, can you know, win us a game, like regardless of who has it in their hands. And so, and I think it was just like the moment, like the timing of it, you know, we haven't won a game since we got him. Now he's the one that wins us the game. I think it was something in that area. Cause you shot the same thing at the end of the half, at oh, halftime, yeah, and yeah. did your thing in that same spot. <laughs> I said, "There's something about that spot. It's hot." It might, <laughs> it might be. He did make it, was, it at the. You made. He made at the same spot you made yours right before the yeah. half. I was like, That's "I talked the to spot. Olivia, and I was like, you know, I'm talking to her. I'm like, what was your favorite parts of the game?' And she was like, "Your game winner." <laughs> And then that last shot at the end, <laughs> or not my game winner, but she said your your buzzer beater. And then that last shot at the end of the game. That was so the- I mean, you know, shout out, shout out, JH, man, that was big time, big time. That was like his patent shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a foul. Step back. Yeah, it was a came foul. underneath the space, and yep. that play stuck out to me just from a from you guys gelling. I think it's important to trust one another. But you had my favorite play of the game, and you passed the ball. But it was in the first half. You're gonna remember this. You had an open shot, but you made the extra pass to Kawhi. Kawhi was not really in the game quite yet, and he knocked down the three. And then after that, it got Kawhi going. You mm-hmm. were already going. So I think that's going to be important for you guys just mm-hmm. to understand, like, hey, we got to make the right play here, and we can all all get the ball and go score, but yeah. let's make the right I knew, play. I knew y'all was going to win that game, too. <laughs> when James Harden did got that and one, and he did that. <laughs> and I said, "Which one?" The, uh, he, the he, one made, he, he, he did he some like this, and he was like, "The dance was all." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said they that gonna win it. Yeah, and yeah. I said, "But me being a Clipper fan, you know, I'm like, this is good for me today." Now he a Clipper, you know, Mister Uno, you know, Mister Uno. I'm, I'm a Clipper to fan. To I'm, I'm thinking about Uno maybe. Chain. I'm just if he has some extra ones laying around, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. So yeah, man, hell of a game. Vibes was crazy. But we want to keep it authentic here on Podcast Peace. So uh, let's just get back to the rest of the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast P presented to you by Prize Picks, a wave sports and entertainment original. I am your host, PG13, and I got my guys with me, Dallas Rutherford. And Jackie Long, never do you wrong. I had to throw that in there for I you. Like that one. What's Come up, on. my guys, man? It's been a minute since we've been together. The, tri- uh-huh. the, the trio. Yeah. A I lot get, has been going on. I get uh-huh. sad when I'm like, it's been like, it feels like it's been a while since we've done one of these. It's been like a every time it's like, man, it's been a minute. No, like, I miss I, it. I, I miss, you know, as I much as I, I appreciate and enjoy the guests coming on the show, like it is always cool to just, you know, take it back to where it starts. You know, the originals. Had, uh, our last one was the great Lou Will. The man. great Lou I'm, Will. Come on, we still got that vibe. Lou is great. Lou yeah, right Lou is great. Lou is great. Lou is awesome. So chill. He is. He, <laughs> he is. So chill. He, he, was, he was an awesome person to interview, and and like, you know, I played with Lou, so it, it was, you know, it was different. But just to have him here and, you know, kind of just let him talk about certain stuff, it was it was just cool to relate to him on that level. He gave it. Uh, tequila to Kobe. That was the best one. That was the best line right there. Yeah, that was the one. Tequila <laughs> to Kobe. How he gave Kobe the tequila. I would have said that I did something like that and could take that to heart too forever. Yeah. I gave Kobe Bryant tequila on the plane out of everybody. Yeah. That was a dope one. That was love right there. Best story by far. All right, guys, we're going to take a brief break from the episode to remind you that Prize Picks has got you covered when it comes to making some money. 
That's right. With the NBA season here, Prize Picks is helping us cash in, baby. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy app, and with the new NBA season here, you can select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and turn $25 into $250, baby. Prize Picks is really simple to play. Hey, I can make my picks and submit my entry less than 10 seconds. It's also that time of the year where many sports are happening at the same time. And of course, Prize Picks allows you to pick combo projections across football and basketball with specials so you can support all your teams while still cashing in. I know for me, I'll be cashing in. But look, I don't know about you, but we'll talk about that another time. Just be sure to visit prizepicks.com slash podcast P and use code podcast P for a first deposit matchup. $100, baby. <laughs> now back to the show. So uh, let's 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 update, Dal. Let's let's catch up. What's been going on? Just been working, doing my mortgage thing. One thing I I have never done on this show is I know I don't think people know that I'm a loan officer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? Today I'm going <laughs> to plug myself a little bit. So if if you're looking to buy or refinance, okay. reach Talk out to your shit, boy. Dallas. Okay. If you're an agent looking for a loan officer. Give Talk me a ring. Shit. And if you're a loan officer that want, wants to come work on Podcast P loan team, reach Talk out to me. Shit. So, you know, I just thought I'd, I I'd, I'd throw that out there. I just, love it. You know, I love it. <laughs> and this, yeah. is, this is like, there's no shot at Roan at this point? Like, no, no no shot at, wait, wait, who? <laughs> uh, Bunky, Strike is over. Talk talk to us a little bit about that. <laughs> well, <I'm> a, <laughs> Strike is, is, is very... And it's still tentative, they, they say. So, okay. You know, but it's so it's, it's not all it, the way. It's not all the way over, but it's kind of over. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like we can, you know, it's, it gives time people to to you know get the scripts ready. Okay. You know, get the the cast that they want involved. You know, my agent already done talked to me. He said okay. There's some there's some things. So if I so happen to miss a few episodes, everybody, y'all know why. Just telling you, <laughs> but but strike is. I'm glad that it is where it's at right now. So if you understand, is that everybody is getting together, and you know we'll be back to work. But I think alone, I'm about to go back on strike again. Mm-hmm. But that's with alone. the Clippers. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm just, I'm just, I'm still, I'm still there with y'all. But I just think I'm about to go back on strike with them because <laughs> I know that's my favorite team. But um, I think. No, you only get one chance. Dude, they, they, I, they, I haven't went on strike yet. I just said. You only get I, one chance. Once I, you th- cross, I think I want to head there. I think I want to head there. Once you cross that line, I, I, there's no coming back. But I already crossed the line. I don't know. I should have crossed. You know, hey. I, I, it's, 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 it's getting there, P. Hey. It's, it's, it's getting you, me. You've been, you, 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 you been a Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a Cowboys fan for a long time. They ain't won in a minute. I'm just, you're I'm right. just saying. You, you, I'm just I, saying. You, you got a point. Yeah, I'm just saying. You got a point, but you know, it's just, you know, I just, I just make this crossover. And it's a lot. <laughs> it's like, I look bad. <laughs> I look bad. I'm just saying, but I love you. I love you. I love you. But uh, just between me and you and the yeah. Clippers as, as Association, if I, as a fan, I, Go on strike, just know why. But I'm there with y'all until okay. any other, you know, as, as y'all proceed. As soon as the playoffs come, y'all in there. Hey, I might be back. But I'm just, I'm just gonna be on strike for a minute. Okay. But I ain't said, I ain't on it yet. I'm just. Well, where are you going then? Uh, I don't want to tell you where you? I'm going. <laughs> but uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna just say I'm on strike, and uh, I just wish. 
Y'all get y'all shit together. Okay. <laughs> get y'all shit I, together. I appreciate that. Yes. I appreciate that. So, P, how have things been with you and the team? Obviously, these last couple of weeks, there's been some challenges and uh, a lot of adversity mm-hmm. since the James trade. Mm-hmm. And we're shooting this episode right after a tough loss uh, out in Denver. But just mentally, describe where you're at and just kind of where the team's at as a whole. Speaking for myself, I mean, I obviously frustrated losing six games, um, and uh, especially with the talent, the guys we have in the locker room, it's frustrating, you know, can't sugarcoat that. As much as we're positive and we're optimistic and we truly believe it'll work, um, you know, you still like, no one likes losing, no one likes being out there competing and giving everything you can and coming up with a with a loss. Um, so that part I think is, you know, is it gets to you. But the beauty in this team, honestly, is we we're enjoying this process. Like I think that's what separates and the reason why like we're not boiling over and and not, you know, uh, you know, shaking the locker room up. Like we we honestly enjoy trying to figure this out. Um because it, we we understand and, and we realize the big picture of of what this will be if all four of us can pull this off and bring this together and, and do something special. So, and we believe it's going to happen. Like we're going to figure this out at some point and we're going to, I thought that Denver game was the best that we've looked and the best that we've played. And we had spurts and stretches of dominating or having, you know, what this team, the reason this team was assembled, I thought we showed a glimpse of what it looks like when it works. So that was the positive in it. But I mean, losing is it, tough, bro. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely frustrating losing. Yeah, we know because you you the, the, the competitor. Yeah, you don't, you don't play that when it comes to I hate losing. losing. Since I, <laughs> literally, I know. Yeah, you you, you will compete in anything and yeah. tie your shoelaces <laughs> like real talk. Gotta be the, gotta be the first. Like, you, I'm just being real. So I know how you feel right now, P, and I feel sorry for yeah, you right now. I, but I think as a team, I think y'all gonna get it together. Yeah. I just I really think it's too much talent. Too much too many smart basketball players on that team that know basketball, that all y'all can go coach a team right, right now. No right. matter, I'm just being real. Right. Y'all know basketball, yes, a baby don't come out the womb know how to walk right away, mm-hmm. they crawl. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all gotta crawl to get this team together and then once y'all got to get to walking, it's gonna be walking over everybody, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Y'all just gotta get your time, once you say get y'all rhythm routine, it's gonna be, like I say, lead me to my next, next question. An 82 game season is all about rhythm and routine. Okay, how have y'all looked to create that on the fly with such a new squad? Like, like what's the convos uh, uh, amongst you guys, P? I mean, it's it's more so just like an ongoing dialogue between e- each other of like, all right, how can I make the game easier for me, for you? Like, how can I help you? Like, how can you know what are you seeing out there? Um, and I and and again, I thought we made big jumps going into that Denver game that. It was just constant, you know, we was constantly just talking through stuff like, you know, what do you see? This is how they guard you. Uh, This is how, you know, this is, you know, defensively, this is, you know, what we should do. Like, you know, this person is not not as good shooter. Like, let's not rotate. Like we were doing things like that throughout the game that I thought we were like finally on the same page with everything we were we were clicking, you know, granted, everybody. It might be nights where some guys are are struggling offensively and, and shots aren't falling. Right. 
Um, that's just basketball. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's going to happen, you know, probably majority of the games. Like not all four of us are going to be hot, you know. Exactly. But I, what I did like was I thought that we were just all on the same page on trying to figure out and, and constant talking to each other. And um, that was the good part about it. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I made a statement after the Dallas loss because um, <laughs> I went into the game like, you know, after losing, it's 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 nothing about losing or gaining James. Like that that James is gonna help us, right? Um, but it did hurt losing. Plum. Uh, well, Rocco and Batum, Batum. because yeah. those were our our glue guys. Like those were our guys that like you know they don't need the ball. They'll go guard. They'll go rebound. They'll go sacrifice their right, bodies. Right, right. They'll go they'll go take a charge. Like those were the guys that would do all their little dirty stuff. And so going into that Dallas game, obviously it's a two-headed monster, right, with, with Luka and Kai. I usually have, you know, that primary matchup of guarding the best player or one of the best player in that situation. It was Kai. So I'm going into the game, I'm like, all right, let me take the approach of, like, being that for this team tonight. Like, I got Kai. Let me save the energy to, for defensively to just hone in on him, sacrifice the offensive side, you know, because the whole thing about it is, is being, you know, sacrificing for the better of the team, right? Right. So going into it, that was just the approach. But with that, it kind of put me into a passive mindset, right? Like I didn't feel myself offensively. Like I was, you know, delayed. I was second guessing. I was, you know, surveying the floor more than I needed to. Um, and just was passive offensively. You know, it didn't work out, obviously, offensively. They was right, on fire. Right, right. You know, <laughs> they, they got hot. They made everything. Luca was, was phenomenal that night. Um, and so it kind of backfired with the approach. But I was going into it, you know, team first uh, mindset of like, all right, we like somebody will pick up the offensive load. Right, right. Let me just focus on trying to do everything else to help us win this game. Uh -huh. Cause at that point we weren't winning, you we weren't rebounding, we weren't defending at a high enough level. Yeah, that that was that was that mindset there. But I think it, that's just at certain points of the season, that's how it's going to be. Like someone is going to have to take you know that role. a different role on a on a, a different night you know basis. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever because I mean you didn't. It looked like what I like to call. It looks like you were just like floating around the court. Mm -hmm. Like it was awkward kind of just to to watch you do that and I kind of when I was watching I was like what is he doing and then mm -hmm. when you said that after I'm like all right like you know you do have James and you mm -hmm. want him to feel comfortable I mean mm -hmm. I would think if I'm a teammate I get somebody like James over you want that guy to feel as comfortable yep. as soon as possible the mm -hmm. sooner the better mm -hmm. uh, but nice. I want to know like talk about like the transition to that Denver game so you have that game where you're kind of just floating around and then you get to that Denver game and you look like a completely different player. Mm -hmm. You're attacking. That would be more along the lines of the bully ball when you're driving. You could just tell you were making it a point to attack the rim. If you get a call, great. But talk about that mindset because that's it's kind of got to be tough to do. You go from that to that. And I think as Clipper fans, we're looking at it like, bro, like we need him to do this, mm -hmm. you know, every time. And mm -hmm. even in that first game, it's not like you weren't even shooting. It mm -hmm. felt like you were just floating around. So talk mm -hmm. about the transition. After that game, I, you know, I was talking to the media after that Dallas game and I told him like, all right, I'll never do that. Like, I'll never have this approach again. <laughs> um, just cause I didn't, like, I honestly didn't feel like myself. Now after that game, it was immediately like, all right, I gotta get back to like just that aggression, like 
go try to dominate, go try to be the best player on the floor, the best version of myself. So just going into that game, it was just, you know, being confident in what I do um, and uh, just having a, 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 a relentless approach, like just be relentless tonight. Like put pressure on the refs, put pressure at the rim, go finish, go look for my shots um, and, and, and look to dominate, like go dominate. Like that was just my mindset that game. And was my mindset, you know, um, before the trade and uh, everything else was just to go out there and just try to go dominate. Um, so that was just the mindset going into the game and, and the mindset I got to keep going forward. Um, and everything I think will fall in place. Like we'll, we'll fall in place. Um, like I said, I thought we made huge strides that Denver game of, of you know, what we could look like. There's still things rewatching the tape, watching moments throughout the game where I think like now, all right, this is where I could make an extra pass, an extra play. Like now dissecting the game based off of moments that I had throughout that game that like, oh, okay, we could probably could have a better possession right here, better possession possession right there. Like now starting to pick apart a game like that. Um, but I'm right where I want to be mentally right now. I see you right where you want to be. <laughs> you, 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 average, which we, you average in the game, every game, mm -hmm. every game. <laughs> I'm averaging the game. <laughs> no, you averaging your 29 or what was it, 23? What was it, 20, 20? You on prize 20. picks. What is it? <laughs> well, you know, you've been doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Jackie have been hey, cha-chinging, to, to say the you've least. You've been good for me, doing good for me on prize picks, too. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. I like to get you for points, rebounds, and assists. You <laughs> did? They should have fouls in your shit. Soon. Fouls, too? Like, hell yeah. Hey, oh, you, would you go over? <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> PB out there. <laughs> you mentioned it like it was the best um, basketball that you guys have played as a group. And so just kind of seeing the potential of what you guys could be, you know, what are you most excited about that you learned from that game moving forward with that roster that you have? It's going to be so tough to to match up with us and guard us like I think the more we we we're starting to realize that, like even us having a dialogue, we played uh, Memphis. We was having that dialogue, like man, like James. They started out with the little guy Gilliard. No knock on him, in you know on a personal level, but smallest guy on the court. Like we should have took advantage of that right away. Mm -hmm. Like all right, he's got Gilliard. We're gonna play through James. James, you're gonna be the offense tonight. Right. Like we we got we had that approach, and I think that's what's gonna make us so tough. Is that like. When you look at that, like it's like it's it's not four great defenders on a team that can all be on the floor at the same time, right? Like there's going to be some lack of shooting if you got you know four defenders on there. One of them can't shoot that well, like so they're not going to put them on the floor, like so it's it's just going to be tough to match up with us going forward. And I think that's what's going right. to like you know that's when we're going to realize like and be comfortable being in. We'll be comfortable in our roles, understanding. All right, you got this guy. He's on you punish him, you know, make the offense for us, create the offense. And then now we'll play off of that rhythm. So I, I think that's what, you know, I, I think going forward is, is where we'll be in a good place. What moment of the game did you catch your second wind? Because the whole time I was watching, you know I was like, bro, when is, I, I was like trying to like see like, okay, yeah. now they're like, did, did you feel it? Hey, hey. Uh, in Denver. <laughs> you know what's crazy? For the first time playing in Denver, I, I didn't have that like, shortness like like you know because that altitude is a beast and for the first time playing there I didn't like reach that point of like 
my my heart jumping out of my chest. It was a, it was the weirdest feeling, like because I was expecting it, like all right, at some point I'm about to be super gassed, about to get like, tired. Yeah, and it just never happened. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, and, and I just I just felt good. Like I felt like I've been playing in Denver for a long time. Like that's how my chest <sighs> and, and and my my wind felt. Um, so I was I was I was low key surprised. It threw me off. Like I was <laughs> I was trying to like look like like you seemed pretty fresh. So yeah. I'm like, is he gonna slow down here? Or yeah. When is it gonna hit him right yeah, here? I felt, <laughs> I feels felt good. great. Feel good. Um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Um, all right, so we got to talk about it. We recently saw what happened with Draymond in the chokehold. Man. Right? Um, it, it just been a lot of tension around the league. We saw AD and Memphis get into it. Obviously, the Warriors and, and Timberwolves. Yeah. Like, what? Like, you know, it's, 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 it's it seems like on? we got a lot of podcast P Association uh, cast members that's getting into it. It, it is, ain't it? <laughs> we got what? Uh, uh, Clay. Clay. Uh, Draymond. Draymond. Uh, who, who was the other one? Uh, we said who was the other? Uh, the, 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 uh, the guy that got into it with Clay was McDaniels, who McDaniels, we've, we've who done we on rated, yeah. rated PG. Hey, what's okay? There's a lot going on, and I think uh, I don't think the it was the in season tournament. It, I don't know. It's just been a heightened, yeah. Like yeah. it's been a lot of good energy. Good energy. I think. I think it, the in season. They want that five hundred. They definitely do. But we're in the history of basketball. <laughs> A minute and thirty seconds in the game, right? <laughs> zero zero, and you, I, 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 <laughs> what? Yeah, what that, was that, that all about? That play, that play was crazy. That play was. Crazy. I don't. I still don't understand. I seen Clay. I don't know if his hand hit the dude neck when yeah. he was boxing him out, or he hit mm -hmm. his chest. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I have look, to watch it. It looked like it looked like all right. So Clay boxing him out, right? But it looked like. If I'm if I'm doing a scout, I haven't watched a ton of uh, Minnesota games, but like say in a certain situation, all right, McDaniel's is a crash the rim guy, right? Mm -hmm. So it looked like Clay has had the approach of like, all right, nah, you're not you gotta find a body. Yeah, find a body. He might have gave him a little shook, right, so Clay, right. Clay grabbed him, the little jersey that made him boom. Yeah, like hold up, you're not crashing on this one. Youngin didn't like it. 
<laughs> get your hands off me. And then the grab came. And then that's when that when you do that, like it. Uh, hold on, what you doing? You all right? You good? Right. You know what I mean? Check the temperature a little bit. Like you good? You straight? Like they almost throwing. <laughs> get your hands yeah. off. Me. I can't believe no one fell. I was. I, I was so happy nobody. The fell, balance yeah. on both of their both parts. Of it they was like swinging. Like, but, but, <laughs> like whoa, someone. But what I don't get after all of that is two people I didn't get right away. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Okay. They they do what got, they we say. Cat. We forgot Cat. Yeah, part Cat, of the cast Cat as well. was Cat there. didn't do a mother. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, that's the Cat. Cat was this. What? <laughs> <laughs> he right next to Draymond where he could have did this to Draymond. Yeah. He could have drank Draymond and Draymond back. Yeah. He just did this. I get. All right. So in defense to he Draymond, he choked your man's out. In defense to Draymond in that moment, right? It it's. If I'm Draymond and I'm watching what's going on, the the cardinal rule is like two players get into it, go check your teammate. Like go grab your teammate. Don't grab my teammate. Like what like fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like, don't don't wrap your arms around my teammate. Right? Say mm. a scuffle dude goes down and dudes start throwing punches and you wrapping me up and I can't defend myself. Like go calm your teammate out. See, Dray Draymond seemed like <laughs> I don't like you. It, that I might have, never that might have liked been, I, Hey, I can't speak for because the another way he, man. The, if you, it was a, he it was, was under. And, and he had to. It was UFC. About, yeah. It, it was about to be a countdown. He, he was to, talking the, to he him, bro. He, he was literally like, motherfucker, fuck you, Cooper. I'll beat the motherfucker. Hey, he was Rudy. It was all. Little Rudy. It was literally. Rudy. It was like. Rudy. It was like as tall as he was. He, he jolly them, didn't he? Dude. He Melvin them. I tell you, he he definitely gonna go down <laughs> Rudy, in history as the, Lil Rudy. the, the biggest highlights of, of altercations yeah. in NBA. I don't care. He's going down as, as the greatest in. Do y'all think the five game suspension was I love yes. I love Draymond. Yeah, I, I think that's family, fair. But I think it's it's fair. It's yeah. fair. I think it's fair because he's he's at a point in the age now where he he need to stop doing that shit. It's yeah. just real. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Draymond make too much money, and I love him. He got his game. He's a smart man, and he knows at the end of the day what what can happen if yeah. you do something. He might have. Yeah, he might have took it too far. But yeah, I just think it's, again the the, yeah. the I I understand the action behind it. Right, mm -hmm. like he could have grabbed him from the waist. He could have grabbed him like you know bear hugged him. Yeah. Like, yo, get your like go go check your teammate. Yeah. So the choke out, <laughs> the choke out, aggressively and we got to hear from Rudy. Like, yeah, Rudy right. could have been like, he didn't really choke me that hard. Like, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. We could have just, he it, just had my neck. Like, right. We and don't it, know. It looks like We don't like know it. how the, the, the severity of that choke out. He was right. sitting there like just putting his hands up. I guess that's how you get out of like a rear naked chokehold. It's yeah. like you're supposed to fall straight down. So I was wondering if he was like actually trying to get out of what it. What if he or did he was have just, like some UFC but, shit? But, but, like, I ain't messing with Now what you think <laughs> nah, about, bro. though, even though we still talking about that, but what about him and Anthony Edwards? That yeah. was a funny I one think too. the whole thing but was a moment. lot of pin up because like, they just played each other and right. him and Draymond, Anthony Edwards <laughs> and Draymond had some back and forth and I kind of like the rivalry that's kind of, you know, yeah. growing there. What the hell you gonna do? Man, you mad because I found you. What do you say? Anybody worry about you, bro. P, but would you say that's like one of the unwritten rules? Like if there's a, a scuffle or a fight, the teammate is you're go, responsible you're to go responsible get your teammate. You're responsible to go get your teammate. Like don't don't put your hands on, on my teammate. Like yeah. if it's a scuffle, all right, go grab him. Like don't grab me. You know what I mean? Like that's an unwritten rule. Like and and that's what that's what uh you know, I think that's what Draymond acted on. He saw, 
And and I thought, I mean, I thought it was over. It was it was overreacted a little bit. I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think Rudy like grabbed Clay. Yeah, hard enough for that response to be. Let me go, you know, grab uh, Rudy back. But when I, I wasn't in that moment, you know what I mean. I always put myself in people's shoes of of why they react a certain way. And in that moment, I could see Draymond be like, hey. You ain't gonna like go check your teammate, not mine. So if right. you see Reggie Jackson coming over and just has Kawhi in like a chokehold, what do you do? Um, <laughs> get off, <him>, bud. <laughs> get off, bud. Did you see what uh what Pat said? I know it. He, Pat is so funny, but he was basically just saying he was disappointed in Cat because him and Anthony Edwards were just yeah kind of watching them and just kind of like yeah. and, and I feel bad for Rudy because he kind of I mean not only did he he get choked out but now. You know, there's some speculation. What Pat was saying is like, man, look kind of like, like you don't got your teammates back. Like if I'm Rudy now, I'm like, bro, like if you're Rudy and you're looking, if you're getting choked out and none of your teammates really come over there to help you, like you're going to be a little, these guys riding for me. You're going to be thinking a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's (laughs) fair. But I mean, like, let's be honest. Like dudes ain't, dudes ain't fighting in the league. Like if anywhere else. Don't say that. Draymond fights. <laughs> anyway, don't do that. There, that wasn't a fight. We see what he did. He, he's we down about to fight. We, we, know, we know, we know, we know. Uh, Draymond is down to fight, but in that situation, like guys aren't fighting on that stage. Nah, you right. You, you know right. what I mean? In an NBA game, that that hasn't happened in yeah. a very long time, um, where real punches were thrown. Probably since Ron Artest. No. Nah, probably since Kobe. the CP uh Yeah, Rondo. CP Rondo situation. Rondo. But even even up to that point, I mean, guys haven't really been throwing hands like yeah, that. I forgot CP did put his eye all in his face and not. Yeah, do you, do you think they'll have a conversation like is it a like I wonder what that conversation is cuz they're going to talk about it like Ooh. what does Cat say to Rudy? Like, bro, I didn't think he was choking you that bad, bro. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, what are you, what are you? And then, bro, there's paintings of this image now. Yeah. Like, it's it's going crazy. No, it's, it's a monumental moment for sure. It's a monumental <laughs> moment for a sure. Fool, bro. Draymond, Draymond. I loved it personally. Yeah. I thought because he was protecting his teammate. Protecting and his you teammate. know how they, you know, they're a and championship. He's the enforcer. Like Draymond's the enforcer. You going going forward? Like, I think what like we're talking about it from the Timberwolves standpoint, but from the Warriors standpoint. You like, all right, he riding for he got me. My like, back. Yeah, he's got my back. Like, that's gonna up my aggression. You that's know gonna, Clay. That's hey, gonna hey, up. Thanks, yeah, brother. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that he that's gonna up everybody else's aggression. You know what I mean? Like knowing Draymond is the the backbone, he's the enforcer, he's the, you know, he's the protector. Like, that that's big bro. Like, you got a problem with me? Big bro. I felt that same way with D West, bro. Like, no lie. It it made like being a young guy, having an enforcer like that. It made me feel like a bully, like you know what I mean. Like it made you feel, like yeah. Like it made yeah, me I, feel like a bully, like like now, like like I know if I'm not like any confrontation, I'm not the only one that you got to have a problem with now. So with that, with that said, when you got a homie that you cool with, yeah, he on your team, yeah, or maybe the other team. How do the P handle that right there? It's a, it's a thin line. It's a thin line, right? Tell me, but you remember when you was in Indy? Yeah. And your and your and your boy got into it. And Lance was in that situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your boy that you played with now was on that team too. PJ, PJ Tuck. PJ, yeah. Come on, tell me what you do, P. How do you handle this type of stuff? It, it, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's case by case. Like at the end of the day, it's a thin line, right? Because you don't want to sacrifice 
getting ejected and then now like we just forfeiting a loss. You right, know what right. I mean? So it's a thin line like of being smart, but then like toting that line of like, all right, making sure my teammate know I'm a ride for him and I'm gonna have his back at the same time. So, I mean, it, it's a tough situation. Like that, that's a tough situation. Cat could have very well reacted a different way. Yep. Warrior, I mean, uh, Timberwolves, I believe won that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. Cat could have acted a certain way. Now he's thrown out the game as well. Now Timberwolves get smacked that night. You know what I mean? And it's a, that was an in-season tournament game. You know what I mean? So like that's that's a big loss. I seen Steph Curry was he didn't he didn't play that game. Steph right? didn't play that game, right? He was yeah he didn't even play. So that was so good. yeah. It's a tough situation. Last situation. I mean, I I think I was all I was in that you know scuffle to like you know separate the two, um, make sure I grabbed Lance. We got we got Lance up out of there. Both sides parted, and we was good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I seen it. Yeah, but Lance was after the game. Yeah, like you was still trying to do something, though, P, a little bit. Like, you were looking. Like, I seen you. <laughs> I mean, I'm all I'm I'm, I'm right. Like, I you know what I mean? Yeah, Lance and Claire are two different people. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? You know Lance kind of, like, yeah. wants yeah. that confrontation. Clay's huh? just out there. Clay's not trying to yeah. play dirty or right. do something that's going to provoke a fight or something like that. Right. But And I'm sure Clay's statement would be like, you know, I, I should have, you know, Man. I should have been a big – Big, uh, took the bigger road or the higher road. <laughs> I messaged him because I wanted to have like, uh, you know, you be like Clay? a baby Shams or something yeah. like that, like a baby drop Woj a and drop a bomb today, but he didn't get back to me. So Clay, thanks for nothing. <laughs> uh, but one thing I did want to ask you in the in-game tournaments, the points matter. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I didn't did either. you see Joel when he shot that three at the end of the game and like the other team got upset with them. And at the end of the game, he was like, you guys don't know the rules. Yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't know if that was true or not. So yeah. that's why, like, now that end yeah, of the that, game, you're up six and you shoot a three still. Yep. You got to play counts. through. All of that counts. I like Wins, that. losses, point differentials, like, all of that All of that shit matters. Playing the game and don't know what y'all playing for. Well, we know what we playing for, but I didn't know that the points. There's a, like, points matter. So yeah. depending on how many points you score, margin of victory. Because say you got the same record, right? Now they're going to base it off of your points the margin that you've been winning by or that uh -huh. you've been losing by mm -hmm. based off the games y'all played. And typically in the NBA, if you're up, the game's over and you shoot a three and you're the team that's up at the end of the game while everyone's just chilling, it's kind of like another unwritten rule. It's like disrespectful in mm -hmm. a sense, which doesn't really make much wow. sense to me. So he shot it and the team got mad at him and he's like, bro, you guys got to read the rule book. Like, yeah. all the points matter right here. That's so dumb to me. Wow. People he, get yeah, mad about that. He came proper point. too. Yeah, you, okay, yeah. I'm glad y'all tell me because I didn't know what this NCAA yeah. tournament was about. That, that's, that's a dumb rule to me as well. Like the unwritten rule of like not shooting or people getting mad about that. Like they, they really be like butthurt about that. Yeah. That's it's, crazy. It's just, yeah. Like yeah. you mad about like, okay, y'all, y'all, you weren't mad the 47 <laughs> and uh, 54 seconds part of the game, but the last six seconds you like pissed off about. Like, yeah, like let the homie get his stats. Yeah, like, let, him, let him put one up. Besides the Drake. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice 
the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Mon and Rudy situation. It was still a really good game, and Anthony Edwards played fantastic, and they've won, you know, both of those games against Golden State, but Anthony Edwards won Western Conference Player of the Week, and just talk a little bit about what you've seen is in his game, because he's been playing fantastic. He's been playing great. First one of his career, um, and definitely will be many more for him in his future. Um, I like I like what I saw from, uh, from Ant-Man. He's uh, he's taking that jump. He's going. He's taking it to the next level. He's a superstar. I know people haven't talked much about it from a superstar level, but I think it's safe to say and comfortable to put him in that superstar category now, because um, he's you know he's doing it. He's walking the walk. He's talking the talk, and he's carrying. Um, and I think they gave him the keys, and uh, that Timberwolves team understands that they're only going to go as far as he can take them. So. He's been he's been he's been phenomenal, man. He's 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 everything. He's been everything over there. I think I know what it is. I, I know what, what it can is. You put your finger on Team USA. Mm. When he played this summer, mm-hmm. and our other homie Tyrese, he balling too. He ball. He is. We got balling. Anthony Edwards and Tyrese bro. both played in the summer mm-hmm. in the USA. Every time I notice this, every time somebody play, they get better. They come out balling, doing mm-hmm. all type of stuff. I'm going to ask you, P, because you done play in them before. Mm-hmm. Why every time somebody play in, in the US, on the USA team, they come back in the season balling, yalling? Like, I think it's like, a, it's, I think <laughs> They come back balling. I think it's another <laughs> level of confidence, not only that you're playing against the best across the world and you're on another platform in a bigger stage, um, but you're doing it playing with the best of the best in USA, which appears. And National. when you become the alpha of that team, it it only like that's that was the best of the best. And I thought Anthony Edwards was the best player on that team he USA was. team. Um, and now like that was the best of best of his class. Now you're taking that confidence and you're taking that to your team. And other than Cat, you know, there's nobody else on that level um, from a talent standpoint that matches. Anthony Edwards. Right. So now his confidence is through the roof. Like he he did it on a big stage on USA. Now he's ready. Like I'm ready to lead my own team. He got his shoe now. He got his shoe now. And I love the 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 he had the commercial pulling everybody's shoes out. Like nope, these ain't it. Nope, (laughs) these ain't it. Nope, these ain't it. Then he pulled his shoe out. Yeah, yeah these is it right here. We need I a pair of shit to podcast. I'm always asking for stuff. It's wish list season. How? We, team, ahead, we team Nike over here. We, we team Nike over here. Oh, he a Yeeta. He, he a Yeeta, but he I ain't. So yeah, send him to me in Dallas. So. <laughs> um, but no, nah, man, I, I think you just, you see every bit of growth, like just in his confidence. I think we we saw what he is from a scoring and, 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 you know, explosive standpoint. But I think you just see him just oozing with, with confidence now. How much of a, on that same note, like on a, from a conditioning standpoint, and I want to tie it back to some of the comments that James said, because, you know, there's been a lot of crit- criticism, but 
when you played in the summer mm-hmm. on that USA team, did you feel more in shape to start the season? You had to have, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're you're, just ready just, to go. You're ready to go. You've played high-level basketball mm-hmm. a lot sooner than the rest of us um, playing in, uh, for Team USA and playing on the international level. Oh, yeah. um, so, you're, yeah, your condition, you're in a basketball rhythm a lot sooner. Your body is in a basketball rhythm uh, a lot a lot faster. Um, you know, so he didn't really need a ramp up into the season. Like, he was ready to hit the ground running soon as season started because he, you know, just came out of playing in the Olympics. Um, so that 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 definitely plays. I, I forgot even thinking about that. Like that definitely plays a factor into I'll be it. Be doing my homework. Yeah. You definitely doing your research. Man, I got all these streaming apps and fitness programs. It's starting to get to a point where I can't even count them on one hand. Man, it's crazy. Jackie, you want to hear something crazy? Did you know over eighty percent of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about? Think about all the subscriptions you have that were never canceled. That's why I'm a huge fan of Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel ones you don't want with just a click of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. Don't be like me, y'all. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscription and manage your money the easy way. I go to rocketmoney.com slash podcast P. That's rocketmoney.com slash podcast P. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Yo, it's getting closer to the end of the year and things around this time can become a lot. Has the end of season blues ever prevented you from being able to enjoy your life or performing your best on the court? No, it hasn't. Um, I find peace around this time, especially during the holidays and being around family. So, uh, no, it doesn't bother me one one bit. Yeah, sometimes it could be a lot because I got Christmas, I got my anniversary, I got wifey's birthday, mm. January. So sometimes it can be a lot, but, you know, it's just important to get some good sleep and, and make sure you get your rest. I like everything y'all both said. Look, one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk them through. All right, therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace so you can dominate on and off the court. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and setting boundaries. It helps you become the best version of yourself. Fellas, was it hard finding a therapist? No, I actually just asked some recommendations for some friends and they uh, were able to find someone for me pretty quick. Okay, what about you, P? You got any suggestions for people out there trying to find therapy? If you're considering starting therapy, try BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Podcast P today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com. Slash podcast P. Hey, fellas, every man know how it can be when you get that razor below the belt belt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so look, look, I need y'all to tell me what y'all like about using that, that manscape, huh? For me, it's getting to the sensitive areas. Uh-huh. Cleaning that up is a must for me. And I like to be smooth, if you know what I'm talking about. I do, I do, I'm smooth now, boy. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's all about being clean. I know we have some friends that use the same razor for their face as they do other body parts, and I just think it's disgusting. So it's all about just staying clean, and you know, you gotta, you know, gotta be right for the wifey. No smell, smell. Yeah. (laughs) 
So fellas and gentlemen across the nation, I got a special urgent message for y'all. This, this episode is brought to y'all by Manscaped. Oh, we gonna all be clean for the rest of our life. I love this. So look, anyways, check this out, y'all. The brand that took your balls to space is now launching them into Ultra Spear. <laughs> Introducing Manscaped's fifth generation performance package featuring the all new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, yep, 5.0. With new cutting edge designs and next generation skin safe blade heads for different shaves. It's pretty much a spaceship to take your boys downstairs to the next level. Inside this package, you'll find the star of the show, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Their fifth generation trimmer features two interchangeable next gen skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. Come on, man. You know y'all couldn't forget to talk about the damn weed whacker it got. <laughs> it got the new weed whacker, the 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer. Look, crop preserve ball deodorant. Smelling good down there too lately. I ain't gonna lie. Crop soothe the tunnel. Everything's smooth. And look, don't forget the two free gifts they got. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the new performance package 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PODCASTP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code PODCASTP at manscaped.com. Your balls have been through enough. It's time to go ultra with Manscaped. So we talked about Tyrese and Anthony Edwards, and these guys, if not already, are you know, on their way to be superstars in the league. And so if you had to provide five traits on what would make a perimeter superstar in the league, mm -hmm. being one, mm -hmm. what would you say are those five traits that, that you're looking for in a guy where you're going, okay, this, this guy can be a superstar perimeter player? Yeah, for me, um, and shout out Tyrese as well. Tyrese has been 32 assists, no turnovers. And two he, games? Did that, he did that last year. That's I've never seen somebody in the NBA have 17 just, assists and zero turnovers. Just gone. look at their scoring. Surprise, like bitch. offensively, Pacers has been rolling. Like they, they're scoring like 120, 130, like 140. They're scoring high numbers. I gotta watch. Who's he passing to? Like who's, who else is on that Some team miles. that's knocking I mean, down miles, shots for him? <laughs> soldiers. Miles Turner. <laughs> Buddy Hill, okay, Shitter, Matherin. I mean, they 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 got a, a young core that's just playing Bruce Brown. Like they got a young core that's playing fast. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, Obi Toppin. playing fast. Yeah, he, I've been watching his game. Yeah, now they're fun to watch. They they they've been fun to watch because of him. But my bad, I, I cut you off. Five yeah, traits. My my five traits. I think for me, I think what put guys on that superstar level. Um, one is the charisma, right? Like. I think Anthony Edwards and Tyrese are both likable guys. Um, they command attention um, and they're great when the spotlight is on them. You know what I mean? So I think that's one when becoming a superstar and, and you know, and, and this is all of this is aside from what you do on the court. Obviously, you can't be a superstar if you're not producing like this is them producing them, you know, being special on the court. But what goes into that, the mentality and the makeup behind all of that. For one is charisma. Two is that I think that will to win. And I think both of them have that desire to to win. Anthony Evers wants to be the best on the floor. Um, he takes that challenge offensively and defensively. I loved watching him against that Celtics game. Jason Tatum calls mm -hmm. Anthony Edwards ISO. up. For the ISO, Anthony Edwards gets the stop, gets the steal, Got comes it. down, 
gets a bucket. Like, and, and the comment behind that was like, I don't know why he called me up. Like, I, I like playing defense. Like, <laughs> I love Anthony. Yeah. Um, so that that desire to win, that will to win, I think is is uh you know one of those characteristics. Um, flip side of that is not a, not I think not being afraid to fail. Like, you see that in like that's what separates stars from superstars, like role players from superstars. Some guys might be gun shy or scared to turn the ball over or afraid to take that last shot because of the ramifications behind it. I think those two guys aren't afraid of that spotlight. And if they fail, they fail, it's on me. Uh, but I'm, a, you know, I'm willing to take that risk. Um, and I think both of those carry that. Both of those guys carry that. Four is work ethic. like. Those guys aren't where they're at without the work that they put in. Probably the first, because you don't become who you are without putting that time in. Um, And fifth, I would say consistency. You know, I think consistency and consistently we've been seeing Anthony Edwards get better, Tyrese Halliburton get better. better better. Um, You know what you're going to get out of those two when they step on the floor. You know what you're going to get when that ball is tipped tipped up. Um, Anthony, Anthony Edwards is just relentless on both ends. He's going to play hard. He's going to, you know, uh, take the challenge. Like, I, what I love, too, is is he wants to guard the best player as well. And he wants to be the number one option. Um, and then Tyrese, he's going to dissect the team. You know, he's no, no slouch on defense At either. All. He's going to take the challenge defensively and guard, you know, the best point guard or guard the perimeter guy. Um, but he's just, you know, he's consistent with making his teammates better. Um, so I, I think that's the, the the five core for me of what makes superstars so special and, like and what it. those those two guys in particular um, traits that I see in both of them. Where did Tyrese that was, get that? That was jump? awesome. That was beautiful. Hey, thank you. Thank uh, you for that, that, was, that was, was beautiful. That was a great answer. Hey, thank you. Where, where did Tyrese get that jump shot from? And it's going in every time. Yeah, I don't so, know. I don't, I don't know. But I saw like him when he was like, I don't know, 12, 13, like his like <laughs> AAU days way back. He's still at that same shot. Jump shot is, bro, he so, had a hook shot so that was nice. Yeah. He's got a lot of like. <laughs> I think shout out to him for not, because I'm sure Changing. it was. He hasn't, I'm sure there was. I'm glad when you're in the league, you're not going to be able to do this yeah, anymore. I'm sure there was coaches like lined up every step that, or every <laughs> level he's been at that was like, hey, son. <laughs> You might want to tuck the elbow, maybe get the ball, maybe jump a little bit on your jump shots. Like, I'm sure there was, like, so much going into his, like, you know, mechanics of people trying to change it and him just being like, nah, this is how I shoot. Like, it works. It worked. Thing he did definitely it. working. Great thing he did it because he, he's he's a, he's a scorer, man. He, he can shoot it. Shout out to Tyreezy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> check it out, y'all. Before we wrap, y'all already know what it is. It's time for the favorite segment of the show what's it called pg rated pg what's it called dallas rated pg Jackie. come on y'all already know <laughs> that's where pg takes a young player and he compares them to an old school vet or somebody that's playing today and he just let us know who it is so pg who you got for us today baby um this this young guy i think is a dark horse and hasn't really been talked about in this whole rookie race obviously with Chet and uh, Wimby um, being the top two guys. But uh, this kid has found his, his, his game. He's found his rhythm. He's found his home. Um, and I've been a fan of him ever since he was training at uh, Proactive um, this summer. What are you talking um, about? I'm going to go with Jordan Hawkins. 
shooter, shooting guard, plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. Really good, really good player, really good kid. Shoot the the, the shit out of it. He's got like the, the Michael Red, like young Ray Allen. Michael Red, I like that. Just sharpshooter. Like he's a sharpshooter. Like okay. he can shoot the hell out of it. He's a scorer. He's been a scorer when he was at UConn. Um, big scorer uh, coming out of college. So um, y'all y'all pay attention to, to Jordan Hawkins. Jordan Shout out Hawkins. Pops too. Uh, okay. I, 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 t I keep in touch with his pops from time to time. Jordan Hawkins. Good dude, great family. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, he's, he's going to be a good one. So he the one that well, got what a position you said he play? Shooting guard. Shooting guard. Is he he's starting, burn? yeah. Especially, you know, with I think I, McCollum yep, yep. going down. That's also, he started right started, now, too. They started the youngin', yeah. Hey, guys, it's a wrap on this episode. We appreciate. We got to leave? We got to go. We got to get the hell up out of here. I want to do a little. I want to ask you some more questions, man. You got some more. What are we saving for next week? Save next save week. Next save week. next week, Pete. There you is. Hey, appreciate y'all. Shout out another <laughs> great episode, and uh, we out. Hey.